For today's story, we discuss the ATF, who has been building a digital database of firearms records, which looks suspiciously similar to a gun registry, which they are not permitted to do. Hello everyone and welcome to One Civil Law, where we learn through the misfortunes of others. As always, I hope you'll enjoy this educational content and today will be the day I earn your subscription. But first, a huge thank you to the sponsor of this video, Aura. Aura is a new type of security service that helps to protect your online accounts, internet connection, and devices with one simple subscription. With an easy online dashboard and alerts sent straight to your phone, Aura keeps you in control and guides you through solving any issues with Aura's excellent customer service. All plans, of course, come with $1 million in identity theft protection insurance and an experienced U.S.-based customer support team that has got your back every step of the way. So if you want to secure your online presence from hackers, scammers, and nosy advertising companies, please go visit aura.com slash uncivillaw. And when you use my link below, you'll get up to 40% of all plans. Plus, there's a money-back guarantee. So if you don't like Aura.com, you can cancel and get your money back. Aura.com slash law to help you protect your identity and your credit from increasing threats in our increasing digital age. For today's coverage, we are dealing with the ATF, which has amassed 1 billion firearm transaction records. 1 billion, well, to be precise, 920,664,765, but you know, what's 80,000 between friends? Anywho, the ATF has been building this digital database of firearms records, which, you know, they're not allowed to build a gun registry. So this raises all kinds of concerns. So we're going to review this article and we're also going to review a letter to Congress about this to at least expose everyone to what is now happening at the ATF. Let's get started with this. The Biden administration is in possession of nearly 1 billion records detailing American citizens' firearms purchase, far more than has previously been announced. The ATF has disclosed to the lawmaker that it maintains a database of 920 million firearms purchase records, including both digital and hard copy versions of these transactions. When a licensed gun store goes out of business, its private records detailing gun transactions become ATF property and are stored at a federal site in West Virginia. This practice has contributed to fears of gun advocacy groups and Second Amendment champions in Congress. The federal government is creating a national database of gun owners, which violates longstanding statutes. So, yeah, the, the ATF gets gun records when a gun shop goes out of business. Gun shops are required to maintain records for 20 years. If they go out of business, they're required to turn over whatever records they have to the ATF. The ATF otherwise doesn't have copies of firearms records. They only have copies of ones for ones that went out of business. But that's still a lot. 920 million to be precise. And of course, they're trying to change the whole, the business has to go out of business first. They're trying to change it so ATF will get a copy of all records, regardless of whether or not the company is still in business or not. So looking more and more like a registry because it would be an, it would be a it would be a listing of every single gun transaction that went through FFL, which you know is a lot. Representative Michael Clout of Texas, who has led an investigation into the ATF's database following a free beacon report, the Biden administration has stockpiled records 
of more than 54 million transactions in 2021, expressed shock at the number of gun records kept by the federal government. Representative Cloud notes, a federal firearm registry is explicitly banned by law. It sure is. Yet the Biden administration is again circumventing Congress and enabling the nobly corrupt ATF to manage a database of nearly a billion gun transfer records. The Biden administration continues to empower criminals and foreign nationals while threatening the rights of law-abiding Americans. It's shameful and this administration should consider its continued attacks on the gun owners. While the ATF denies that these records are used to track gun owners, it transfers hard copies of the information into a searchable database that is used to trace firearms tied to crime. As the ATF stockpiles gun records, the Biden administration is seeking to alter the federal law that allows gun stores to destroy their records after 20 years, which, as I mentioned, is the current rule. They have to maintain it for 20 years, which would prevent the federal government from getting them. The Biden administration wants gun stores to maintain their records in perpetuity, meaning that when a store closes, the ATF receives all of its records. The ATF gun records database has long been a flashpoint between Second Amendment advocates and the federal government. Which, you know, it would be because it's like a registry of who's buying what kind of books. It raises serious concerns. More than half a million firearms traces were performed in 2021, according to the ATF, and just after ha under half a million in 2020. The ATF, however, says it does not have the ability to determine if this actually helps solve crimes. The ATF National Tracing Center has no ability to determine successful prosecution of hundreds of thousands of crimes, gun traces, it completes annually, nor does it have any way to link a trace for a specific prosecution. So the ATF has no idea whether or not its gun database is even really helping or not. So that's a problem. Here's a letter to Representative Michael Cloud from the ATF. What does the ATF have to say in writing regarding this? Dear Congressman Cloud, thank you for your letter of November the 22nd, 2021, signed by you and 51 of your colleagues regarding out-of-business records. The legacy system was replaced by Enterprise Content Management Image Repository System. The 2016 U.S. Government Accountability Office documents cited by your letter ATF did not always comply with the Appropriation Act's restrictions and should better adhere to its policies. Reports that ATF systems comply with the provision in the ATF's fiscal year 2012 appropriation prohibiting the use of funds for the consolidation or centralization of firearms records. So they are prohibited from consolidation or centralization of records, but they've digitized the records into this uniform, searchable, database. Hmm. The sole purpose of these systems is to trace firearms used in crime, which is a valuable criminal gun intelligence tool used by thousands of investigations by ATF. ATF collects and maintains firearm transactions information in each system incident to implementation of specific statutory authority and does not go past that authority. So what the ATF is saying here, and you know, to how much do we believe them is a whole nother set of problems. But the, what the ATF is saying here is that the digital database does not keep records of who the purchaser is, but it still allows you to search based on serial number and like the other information. So once you know where those records are, because, you know, it would tell you, okay, here's the record, but I don't know who the owner is. You can go look it up in paper. 
So I, I suppose they're saying it's not a centralized registration because they have this discrete component where part of it's in paper and only part of it's electronic. So, but it's more of the way to a database than we had before. It's not all in paper. Now they can search at least some of the key components in an automated system, but at least at the moment, not gun owners. And then of course you have to believe them that that information is not in the database, which do you believe them? I don't know, ma'am. The vast majority of criminal firearm traces completed by ATF are done for state and local enforcement agencies pursuant to law enforcement investigations. The National Tracing Center only traces crime guns, and every trace must be identified as such by the requester, selecting an appropriate crime code while submitting the trace. The NTC has no ability to determine the success of the prosecutions resulting from that. The table below shows the number of times per year that ATF are used in complete gun traces. So in physical year 2017, they did uh, 202,000, 2018, 226,000, 2019, 257,000, 2020, 281,000, 2021, 259,000. I mean, do we, do we really believe that there's 259,000 firearms are used in crime every year that are being traced? Uh, that seems like a lot of firearms. I guess it's possible, but that seems like a lot. Quarter million firearms every single year that are used in crime that are then eventually obtained by the police and wanted to be traced. Um, okay, that's uh, all right. With regards on the proposed rule, which would allow the ATF to do more than it's doing, ATF is confident it would not violate the law. Also, please be assured that ATF always conducts a rigorous review to address issues raised through the comment public process. I feel definitely assured. Let's end this story. So that brings us to the end of the discussion of the ATF digitizing records. So it seems the ATF has 920 million firearms records, of which they have digitized 865 million. They're 60 million behind. I'm sure they'll get there soon enough. And they're only tracing crime guns, which is still a quarter million firearms every single year. They say the database, the electronic database, doesn't contain the gun owner's name or the gun purchaser's name. But of course, you could go look that up in the, date, in the paper database once you search it in the digital database. So they say that that doesn't make a gun registry. They're trying to slice the difference kind of thin, but they're definitely heading in that direction. So will the ATF put names in this database now that it exists? Will they put all records forever in this database and get rid of the 20 years rule? We'll see. But at least for a moment, that brings us to the end of discussion of this case. Thank you so much for being part of the Uncivil Law family. If you enjoyed this legal education content, please hit the subscribe button. It really helps the channel grow. We appreciate your continuing support. Until later, my friends, cheers and goodbye.